game time. I'm calling you out to step up your effort, step up your vision. Never give up. Nobody in this room came this far to only come this far. Never settle. Everybody wants to be a beast. It's what I to do a real beast. Through. Always hustle. Anything that starts with I don't want to work is already a problem. This is game time with Puck and A.A. Ron. Are you ready? Let's go! Triumph family, welcome. We just finished week 15, and it isn't Puck and Aaron today. It's actually welcome, Joshua Gruel. Thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here with you. We're glad we have, uh, you know, maybe Aaron's best recruit of all time, done the most volume for him ever, right? Here. Well, I've just been here so long that it's kind of been inevitable, but, you know. Well, we're glad you're here, um, and thanks for filling in for Aaron. He's already He already has done a meeting this morning. Sacramento team at 10 30 a.m. So he's getting ahead of his week. They're taking things serious and I like their meeting up early and we'll chat maybe more a little bit more about that in a little bit. But let's review the numbers, Joshua. We got a good podcast ahead of us. We got a good guest speaker and it's cup time. So I want to hear your thoughts on some of that. So I'm let's excited. dive into the numbers. I'm going to start with the top five rookies, uh, Joshua. So I got we got some good ones here. There's a tie at fourth place, Fletcher Williams from New Zealand, but he's also in Minnesota office. He had six point two EFP. Great job, Fletcher. Wait, wait a second. He's not from New Zealand. Where is he from? Australia? Australia. Ah, good eye, mate. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell, but one of those places. I thought <laughs> it was a, yeah, I got, I got it confused. JT Brown was number four out of Hollywood. He had uh, the best average payable armor at 125. Unbelievable. William Ling out of DC uh, was number three. Alex Guillen was number two with 8.3 out of Chi-Town. Got to know him last week. And then Luke Boyce, this is his first time being number one out of the Bay Area. A monstrous week, 9.5 with an average $96 average payable RMR. Congrats to all the rookies that were on the top 10 list. Great job, Luke. That's awesome. 9.5 is legit as a rookie. Okay, sophomores. Let's go uh, in reverse order here. Stephen Colby was number five in the whole partnership with 6.2. Great job, Stephen. Uh, Andrew Eklund, 6.4, number four. Both out of Sacramento, by the way. Both out of Sacramento, both picking it up, ready for cup time. That's right. Uh, Kevin Calderon, 6.4 as well in third place. Uh, Sawyer Forrest, also in the Sacramento office, 6.8, with 116 average payable RMR. Let everyone. That's awesome. And then no one was better than Sandy Pulsifer, 7.1, $103 average payable RMR out of the Hollywood office. What's crazy about this is Sacktown had three of the top five, Josh. And Kevin Calderon, listen, he's in second place for the sophomores right now, and he's he's eking up on uh, Jake Robles. And we'll see, like he, anyways, we're going to see what happens there. This is the time of year when people get passed up, when they get trunky, they get tired, they think they've done too much. And it's going to be a fun finish. Um, I'm excited to see this. Top 10 reps, Joshua. Lucas Diaz, good seeing him back-to-back weeks, right? He's um, been picking it up lately. Back to back to back weeks, mm-hmm. right? And so we had him on the podcast last week. Cam Meekham was number four. Good seeing him, both out of Newport. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a huge week for him, 10.5. Uh, and I, I believe Lucas Diaz had the highest uh, payable RMR with 137. Gunna Bramwell was number two, uh, three with 10.9 out of Sacktown. Rob Stebulus, 12.2. Led at, well, he was number two in average payable RMR with 134. Great job out of DC. And then Tristan Pears. Slower week for him with 27.9. <laughs> wasn't in the nope, 30s. No one was better. Nope. Yeah, wasn't in the 30s. Great job to everyone that was in the top 10. Uh, for upgrades, our top five, we had a tie uh, at number five, or number four. Yep. Uh, we had 
uh, Zechariah Carpenter with 2.4 EFP, and also Antonio Cabezudo uh, with 2.6. Wait a second, that's not a tie. It looks like yeah, that's uh, a typo. That's a typo, not a tie. Typo. Antonio edged out Zechariah. Yep. 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 Uh, Then we had Cam White 3.2 EFP in third place. Uh, William Ling uh, 3.3 EFP in second place, and no one was better than Omar. Katishat. Yeah, Omar uh, just hit 100 EFP as a rookie. He's slinging in these these upgrades, but what do you see the pattern in the offices, Josh? Um, I'm seeing a lot of DC. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, and then uh, six, seven. So seven, seven of the, of top, the 10. top 10 out of DC. Unreal. Nice job to everyone in the top 10 uh, upgrade rankings, office rankings, Joshua. Top five, we had some movement here, so it is a little fun to see this. Newport mm-hmm. was just shy of being top five. They were number six. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago was number five with 77 EFP. Memphis was number four uh, with 90 EFP, but there was someone in the top three in the in talks. Sacktown with 97. We don't usually see them in the top three. No, we don't. And so it's like, welcome. You know, it's usually Memphis or Chicago or mm-hmm. an inland. Um, inland, where are you at? You're way down there. Hollywood. Uh, number two, slower week for them with 108. DC and Hollywood usually go neck and neck, but no one was better than DC. They had great payable R Mart 94 and then 154 better than everyone. Solid week. Yep. East Bay, great job. 113 highest payable RMR average. Great job for East Bay. Yeah. Actually, I think that uh, Newport had higher average payable RMR last week. Mm, could be a typo. I was checking my numbers. Definitely I think it could was be a, a lot higher than 101. Like I said, Newport, good job. Probably a typo again <laughs> from yours truly. Uh, here's the regions for you. So uh, in the fifth place, Diamond with 90 EFP. Uh, in fourth place, Prodigy, 106. Third place, Empire with 204. Uh, second place, The Show with 209, and first place, Lead with uh, 256. Let's stop there for a second, Josh. Um, you were up 8%, which is Lead, mm-hmm. and uh, you you actually kind of smacked everyone else around. We've It's kind of been like a three-way race. Who's going to be the top region this week, Empire, The Show, or Lead? You smacked them around by you know 40-some-odd EFP. You're up 8%. Mm-hmm. Um, you've kind of been flat a lot of these passing weeks what was different this week versus the previous weeks well i noticed uh, the slide you sent out has another typo on it patrick uh, Let's see what it is you know it seems obvious that diamond would have the average pay uh, the highest average payable Ooh, every week but we actually wasn't updated beat diamond out yeah uh, almost we we're eight cents away from a hundred dollar average payable for, RMR yeah. for the region um, and so I think that was a big contributing factor is what changed. We're doing big packages. Lighting. Um, is that the secret sauce. I, I don't think it's lighting. I mean, we, we talk about it a lot in our region. Uh, it's something we really push. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, when, when we were competing in the Viper, several of the teams got better at selling mm. bigger packages with more cameras, Love it. but it's kind of a momentum thing. And, and, uh, it happens on the group chats is what I see is there's just this crazy amount of celebration around big packages and it, it becomes this kind of cultural, uh, momentum around doing uh, as big of the pack. Like I've seen m- more $200 uh, per month packages on the group chat in the last week than I've seen in the last year. So it's, it's unreal. If you're a leader listening to this, fire it up on the group text, mm-hmm. water that what you want to grow. Uh, lead, you had more FPs than everyone, also highest average payable RMR. And uh, it's impressive. 8% growth. If you are kind of like, dang, I need to get out of this rut. 
that's one thing you can control and see big dividends. Mm-hmm. So congrats yep. to lead and everyone on there, Josh, great and, job. And I, I just want to give a shout out yeah, to, to Newport. I mean, they let out in, in our region, they had, uh, when, when I was running the numbers earlier, it was $117 average for an office for wow. a week. Uh, that helps. So they are they are throwing down, and uh, that's that's pulling our average up. It's probably sure. just the area, then. No, I, no, <laughs> and, and we're kind of joking, but Lucas was like, "I'm so excited, and it is good to be in an area right now." I, I think I think the best area to be in is uh, is is inside your head. Yeah, you know, because like inside your head, you you decide that you're in a good hood, and and you have confidence, then you can dominate. Yeah, and you know, well, we, let's talk about area a little bit later as well. Uh, top solar closer office. Um, Offices that had the most closes, East Bay and Yosemite each had three, Inland Empire had four, Hollywood had eight, no one was better than DC with 13. Great job, DC, for all the setters, throwing down, and all the closers out there. Seems obvious to me. I mean, obviously, they're doing the most accounts, but also the most upgrades, and mm-hmm. the upgrades are, are driving the, the solar closes big time. There's a big, definite correlation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, top solar closers, top five. In fifth place, we had uh, Hans Olvera with five closes on the week. And fourth place, Leif Franson with five. Uh, third place, Chris Liriano uh, with six. Uh, second place, Solar Steve with eight. Uh, and first place, no one was better than Dallas Schaefer with eight closes on the week. Great job to all you closers right now. And this is kind of the time when people get some momentum, Josh. Um, and speaking of momentum, we're going to get uh, someone that has as much momentum as anyone on our podcast here. Let me uh, dial him up real quick. Is this Dr. Stebulus? This is Dr. Robert Stebulus. That's I'm right. I'm excited. Let's get him on here. Hello? Mr. Stebulus, wait for the walk-up music. Give us a second while we play this. Boom, let it sink in. All right, Rob Stabulous, welcome to the Game Time Podcast. There is a reason why we have you on here. It's Josh Gruel, as you uh, talked to earlier before this started. Thanks for being on today, Rob. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We, we love that you're on here. I'm going to just bust out a couple stats. We also want to get to know you. So I'm going to tell you the stats for a second, and then we'll get to know you here. So, Rob, you currently are in fifth place in the entire stinking partnership. You're at 157.9 as we speak. Josh, earlier I was trying to get him on the phone. He's like, oh, I'm in a deal. Hold on. I'm like, okay, I call him a little bit later. He's like, oh, I'm in this other deal. Like, Closers close. That's right. Killing it. Last week he was at... Last week he did it. Two weeks ago, week 14, he did 17. Last week he was number two. Again, with 12.2, he had 134 average payable RMR. But before we kind of dive into some of these like best practices and stuff, we are going to play a little game. Getting to know you. Let's do it. Getting to know all about you. So Rob, just, just to kick things off here, for those that don't know you super well, uh, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? So I was born in Miami, but I, I grew up in Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Oh, that's awesome. And, and how did you get yeah. introduced uh, initially to Vivint? So I'm sure you guys know John Lucas, yeah. Lucas Oliveira. He's the one who actually recruited me. Um, and it was funny because I used to work at a bank. I was working at Wells Fargo at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just hits me up like, hey, you know, I have this cool gig. And he was recruited by Jonas. He's pretty much like we've what we do is sell cameras at people's doors. And I'm like, what? Was he a customer of the bank or, or how did he know you? No, no, no. Oh, John, I grew up with John. I've known him since sixth oh, grade. Okay. Okay. 
But you were currently working yeah. at the bank when you started talking yeah, about okay, this guy. Yep. Roger that. Yep. And then um, he, he pretty much let me know about the job. And it was, uh, at first, it didn't land well. Because mm-hmm. he told me it was like door-to-door sales. And I've had people knock at my door. Mm-hmm. And usually, I just kind of brush them off. I'm always like, yeah, what is this guy doing at my door? Like, why do I don't think he'll get a real job? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I tried the job. I did it for a week. I saw the money was real. I saw the potential. Um, I actually didn't sell my first week, um, but I saw Jonas sell. I think it was like 10 and he showed me about how much money he made. So that was kind of my motivating factor. And I think that's kind of what propelled me forward. And then I ended up quitting my job in full-time business. So initially you thought it was kind of a scam. You thought it wasn't a real job. And then you see your buddy make 10 sales in a week and and he's showing you his paycheck and you're like, okay, I want a piece of this. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And so what was your, what was your rookie year? Which, what year was it? Uh, 2021. Okay. And how many did you sell in in your rookie year? Uh, my rookie year I did 86. 86. Okay. And then what about your sophomore year? Uh, last year I did 192. 192. 192. That's awesome. Yeah. And what, what's the, so you're at uh, one, we said 156 right now. Yeah. 150, almost eight, 157.9 currently. 157. What's the goal for you this year? Um, kind of hard to say i think uh i think i'm shooting for 250 but i try not to think too big like i literally just take it a day at a time but i, w- I would say if i had to pick a goal like 250 250 love that well what's what's yeah. cool you know is we actually had you as a dog moment last week and i think or i at least mentioned you and i was talking to you rob yeah. a week ago and you, everyone's feeling disrespect why isn't rob on the podcast blah blah you know but there's every <laughs> week there's a handful of guys we can have on there but you know, you get consistent, you're back to back weeks. Number two, like, Hey, there it is. But you said something and I want to hear a little bit more about it. You said, listen, I talked to Aslan and he just said, he just starts at telling people what it, what it costs, like a larger package size. We were talking about fat packs a second ago, Josh, like mm-hmm. the entire lead, uh, you know, a region just stepped it up, but what are you doing? Cause you led every single rep on the top 10 with average payable RMR, what was it that Aslan said? What is it that you're incorporating? And now it feels like you're starting to believe it. So like break that down for us. Yeah. So, um, before I think I was just scared of the price. I think that's the issue with a lot of reps. Um, so I'm learning as I do this job, obviously like vivid, it's a lot different than all these basic alarm companies because most other alarms just offer like a panel sensors and cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we offer for the home, as far as all this smart integration, as far as lighting, thermostats, door lock, garage control, there's so many things that you can add to the package that legit only add maybe $10, $15 more to their monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you price drop at a big price, that extra $15 goes a super long way and the price makes more sense. So, wh- so where, where now, are you like, usually starting? Stuff. Like when you, when you sit um, down with somebody, what, what's the price that you, you uh, give them very first in most cases? Um, so I, I, obviously I try to sell it at the full price, So I just drop the price and then kind of see how it lands. Um, if it doesn't land so well, which occasionally it happens then I'll go into, you know, giving certain discounts and stuff like that, but I always try to sell it at full price. I'm learning that it's super important to be confident in the price. Like if it's a $200 pack, Mm -hmm. um, before I'd be super scared, but now I'm like, yeah, Mr. Customer, it's 200 bucks a month. So I I I kind of just proceed to that. I know some reps that are scared to to say a number over a hundred as like the first number that they give a customer. You know, you're you're selling it at the the highest uh, 
base service, but, but what is that total price typically for a customer of yours? Um, I would say last week and the week before average payments for people were about 150 bucks with tax, 160 bucks a month. And that's where you start and start dropping from there. Yep. And then I'll start dropping from that. Like I kind of, in this neighborhood I'm in, a lot of people know each other. So I'm kind of just building the same package. I'll do like a, mm-hmm. when I start at least, I'll do a 360 camera setup. I'll put a spotlight on each camera. Cool. I'll automatically put the smart lighting, the door lock, garage control, all the added stuff. And then I'll start from that. So I love that. You're, you're, you're not necessarily asking customers like, hey, do you want cameras on the side? You're kind of saying, hey, everybody's getting cameras all the way around the house with spotlights. This is what it would be. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Very good. Yep. Very, very good. I what one thing that I've just I don't know. I like telling stories, and I like you know I'm like we're getting prepared for the awards ceremony, and it's fun to see people kind of move up the ranks. But Rob, you've if I were to ask someone, hey, what do you think Rob Stebulus is on like the Triumph leaderboard? I don't think anyone would have you top five. You know, you've kind of been deadly, but you know, silent or you sneaking know, up there. Yeah, you've been up there, kind of an. <laughs> I don't want to say overlooked. There's a handful of guys that will, will, they're in the top 10 every year. Riley Nielsen's another one of these sneaky guys. There's a few guys like that, that just, it's like, dang, we're not giving them tons of accolades every week, but they're just very consistent and just kind of keep to themselves. And uh, you're one of those guys. So we love Rob, what you're doing, but you're kind of, you're kind of coming out of the woodwork and uh, you, you know, you got a target on your back. You're saying 250, dropping some of that. But my question for yeah. you is, um, I heard you're like house shopping now. You're starting to make some, you know, big boy, big girl, big adult like money. Um, what is div- uh-huh. what has Vivint done now that you're kind of wrapping up your third year here? What has Vivint done for you, your family, maybe your vision, just in the workspace and in life? Um, yeah, I mean, I have more, I have more money than I've ever had in my life. It's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, now it's kind of weird because I get so much time off. So, like, even last season, you know, I sold 192 going home and getting these back-end checks and, like, just waking up every morning and not having to worry about going to work or clocking or worry if I'm going to be able to make my car payment. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's been a drastic change financially. It's kind of overwhelming to think about. But I think every day I try not to think too much about it until the end of the year because um, I don't want to get content. So, every day in my head, I just start at zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I mean, yeah, the money, obviously it's, it's fantastic. Like the stuff I'm able to do now versus what I was able to do back when I worked a nine to five is completely different. Beautiful. That's awesome. How, how many, how many guys do you have in your group, Rob? So I only have four, four in my guy or in my group. Yep. But between, between all five of you, what do you think you're going to end the year with? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm obviously I'm hoping to hit 500. I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. realistically probably 400 I would okay. say okay so I mean if if we're if we're I mean it's kind of early planning for next year but uh I'm, I'm interested to know I mean your vision's been opened you you've, you've had some big week big weeks personally you've had a, a group that's approaching 500 what is what is kind of like on the horizon for you if you uh if, if you're gonna you know make a stake a claim here in in, uh, in a public way uh, in front of the entire partnership, uh, what is Rob Stebulus going to do uh, in preseason and next year between yourself and your group? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question. So actually, this year I'm actually really going to focus on on building my team. So obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the blitzes. I'm going to try to get guys out on the blitzes. I'm going to do preseason sales because that 
it helps boost you into the summer. But I think I'm going to focus a lot more on building a team and hitting shareholder 100% next summer. Cool. I mean, if give it, give us a number. How many how many EFP do you think your group's going to do next yeah. year? Uh, We're going to hold shoot. you to this. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so I don't like saying my goals, but okay, that's great. What is <laughs> it? Rob, remember remember that chat we had uh, at the end of July last year. What chat? I think I'm, so. Which chat was that? No, no I'm okay. saying we're going to hold you to what you say right now. So be careful what you say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, realistically with the guys I have now, plus we're wanting to build on top of that, I'm going to shoot for like 750, between 750 and a thousand. Beautiful. That'd be a great year. About a hundred percent growth. That's awesome. That's awesome. That'd be massive growth. Yeah. And what you'll, what you'll realize, my best advice I have for anyone at this point in the summer is you are, the way you finish and the, the end result that you have, it's going to help you recruit people and attract people that are attracted to that number. So 100%. So it's like, if I, if I go sell 250 versus I sell 150, you're going to be able to attract a higher level, higher as you know, someone that's aspiring to like, dang, you made how quarter million dollars. I want to, I need you to show me to make that mm-hmm. a C, yeah. a C level cannot attract an A level. And so write the story, finish the story that you're going to say, Rob, we're, we're so grateful you've been able to join us. But before we let you go, is there any shout outs, any thanks, anyone you want to uh, say thank you to uh, publicly on um, this? Yeah, I definitely want to thank Steve Warner. He's a great, he's a great manager. He's like a manager and a dad for office at the same time. Um, he's always there when we need him. Uh, I want to thank Ariel, who's actually my rep. Um, it's his sophomore year, but he works he honestly probably outworks me and he motivates me to keep going every day too. Love it. That's um, awesome. So I really value that about him. And then of course my wife and my beautiful son. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Love we can't do this job without the support of the family and yeah, you have a great, beautiful family excited to see how you finish here. Rob, go lead out when the cup, thanks for taking some time and we'll let you get back on the doors, brother. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Good right, luck out there. Too, see brother. you. We'll see you. What a stud. Absolutely phenomenal. Third year doing 250. That's an inspiration. Yeah. It, well, and it's, what's so cool is there's rookies probably listening to this and like, you know, Rob was above average. 85 is great, yeah. but th- he's still more than doubled. He went one, you know, whatever it was, what do you say? 190. Is that what he said? Yeah. Last year. And yeah. now it's 250. So it's, it's kind of cool to see, um, you know, we're sometimes it's cool to just surprise yourself. I don't think he set out this year to say I'm doing 250. He'd never even done 200. Unknown you know caller. what I'm saying? And yep. so, um, just super cool to see, super encouraging and inspiring to see. But um, also, just from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, I you you, you look around at, at the friends that you know, the people that you meet every day, and you just don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. and that guy sitting behind the the teller window at the bank could be a 250 account rep, uh, you know, with a little bit of practice and experience and, and some good culture, good leadership. So, and they usually aren't year one, right? It took, mm-hmm. it's three years of investing, but now it's yep. like Rob could be a lifer here. And it's like, dang, I'm glad I talked to that guy at the bank, you know, yep. Hol- holy not, not just a lifer. He's a leader. That's right. Which is awesome. That's right. Um, well, I want, we got one dog moment here, Joshua. Let's hit this. Yeah, I just up. want to share this. So I just want to give a shout out to Chandler Gines out in uh, Minneapolis. Um, the other day he was knocking and, you know, Aaron Dory had come to his office uh, I th- several times in the past where he's yep. just kind of bragged about how he's kicking ADT technicians out of houses and stuff yep. like that. And, and Chandler goes up to this door and he realizes there's an ADT technician there installing a job right then. 
<laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the technician's out the front door and Chandler's like, Hey, is the homeowner here? And he's like, yeah, I'll go get her. And he just kind of complied and, uh, wasn't aggressive. And so Chandler goes in there and he closes the lady and, uh, you know, the lady's like, yeah, sorry, you got to take all your stuff down. And then Chandler's like taking pictures of the technician, like oh, just geez. standing in the hallway yeah. as the lady is kind of like, you know, closing up the deal. And he just has this funny look on his face. And I, you know, I, I think all of us, if you haven't had that experience, aspire to be in that situation where you literally go in as an ADT system is being installed and just get the customer to be like, Hey, this was a bad decision. I'm going to change it right now and go ahead and rip it out. And we're going to put Vivin in. Yeah. Such a dog moment. I love that. And, uh, it's just having confidence in what we offer the product. And mm-hmm. I, I love that. So hope, and you know, little wonder stinking Chandler giants was top 10 last week, did double digits and yep. you know, yep. He's maybe, picking it up. maybe that's what he needed to go get some momentum and like heading into August. Right. Yeah. Well th- this time of year it's, it's, you know, people's minds play tricks on them. Uh, you, you, you have a couple of bad days, you have a slow week and all of a sudden I hear complaints about, Oh, our system's so expensive. Oh, it's so hard to sell. And really all those individuals need is a shot in the arm, uh, you know, uh, some momentum and all of a sudden the tables turn and, and you have double digit weeks. That's right. Well, Josh, you, one of, you know, your superpowers, I feel like you have many, but is finishing strong and being consistent and just trusting the process. And it shows last week, you're the top, uh, you know, the, the top region and you guys are up 8%, your average payable RMR finally, you know, someone dethrones Memphis and, and that product or, or the diamond group, but, um, it's cup time, baby. It's cup time. Let's do some, uh, cup predictions here. And they got new names to the stinking, uh, bracket. So yeah. there's eight teams in the, the Onyx, which is the top one, at least the biggest team one when we say that. So representing triumph, there's Hollywood at number two ranked DC, number three, Mm-hmm. Inland Empire number eight. Mm-hmm. Who's going the furthest out of uh, the Triumph teams here in your eyes? I mean, in my eyes, I think it's probably clear that DC is going to uh, lead out in this group. And, you know, it's a little sh- uh, call out to Hollywood and Inland Empire, but I see DC uh, still dominating. They still have momentum. They're still yep. working hard and they're not slowing down. And so I think they've, they've got it right now. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree uh, with that prediction. Um, who do you, so Jade, we have a few teams as well. It's the next layer. We have Memphis, we got mm-hmm. Sacktown and Chicago. So three teams in the top two, crap, that's six of our teams, yeah. you know, who do you like out of this one? You know, I, I, it reminds me of last year, uh, I called Gunner about this time and, uh, just asked him about the cup. And, and I remember, <laughs> I remember him saying like, yeah, we're, we're not actually going to focus on the cup cause we don't want to get disappointed and have a, a, a slowdown in, in momentum. Right. And uh, I kind of yelled at him and he's like, okay, well, we're going to take the cup seriously. And then they ended up uh, in second place uh, in the whole company and did an awesome job. So I think they've learned from their mistakes last year. Uh, they've got uh, as much momentum as anybody in my region right now. And so uh, I'm going to have to uh, go, go with Sacramento down. right now. Yeah. Well, and maybe shed a little light. I mean, I was out there, you were out there, mm-hmm. Aaron was out there, we were grinding, you know, but what did it do for their paychecks? What did it do for retention? What did it do for like coming out, you know, coming in the next year preseason, just um, finishing strong? It, it, did, it did a lot. Um, also, it just kind of changed people's level of belief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that office did double in a week what they had previously previously been doing in, in a single week. 
And uh, I think it just opened their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and with Cup, everybody's doing the same thing. We're going out early. Um, I remember that they were, they were literally tracking uh, goals on sections of the day. So they're like, hey, we got to be at, you know, five by, you know, noon. And we got to be at 10 by three o'clock. And they yep. kind of mapped it out. And they, they followed that pretty religiously. And that's, that's kind of what carried them through the, through the, the finals. Well, I love that. And, you know, it's just, I remember receiving a text message where like Ryan said, I've never been like more happy doing this job. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dude, the hottest weather of all time. Yep. And we're working the longest hours and we're exhausted, leaving it all out on the field. But it was just, it was a band of just brothers and sisters and, you know, and everyone in the office just giving it their all and sacrificing and it it just united all of us. But it's like, isn't that funny? It's like the hardest I've ever worked, the most I left it out there. The meetings were just like, hey, we got some donuts and whatever and some energy drinks and water. And, yep. you know, Jeff Whitaker just fired up and let's get the heck out of here. You know? Well, it, it's interesting because, you know, it's so easy in sales when you're paid in commission to be fairly self-centered. You're thinking mm-hmm. about the money you're earning. You're thinking about your goals. And what I saw during cup time was, everybody's personal goals were, were kind of back burner, mm-hmm. uh, front of mind every single day was what can I do for the team? And when they kind of forgot about themselves and focus on the team, then, then cool things started to happen. This one's for the squad Emerald. We have three teams in here. There's Yosemite and Emerald. Oh, there's four. I think maybe there's Yosemite and then East Bay at five and six ranked. Mm-hmm. And then there's Newport at 11 and Bay area at 13. Who do you liking out of this? There's four stinking teams out of Emerald. Oh man. Um, that's a good question. You know, I, uh, it's going to sound biased again, but I, I watched how Newport, uh, finished in the Viper mm-hmm. kind of coming from behind. Uh, I saw a video this morning of them just like getting absolutely hyped in their meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they've got as, as much of a shot as anybody to, to go and, and take this thing. Yeah. I know Bay area has some strategic area that they've been waiting for. And I think, yeah, well, I I don't know if savings the right word. They might need to travel a little bit more. Mm. I like Bay area. I like new, I like all these teams to shoot you straight, but I think Bay area, um, it's going to be fun to see what they do. They have a lot of rookies. And so, you know, Mm. it's a baseline that started May 15th and it ended on Saturday. So if you have guys that are starting to figure it out, they had the top rookie in the whole stinking, uh, Mm -hmm. partnership last week, you know, um, I, I'd love to see what they can do. Uh, East, East Bay has been slowing down a little bit lately, but I mean, they have so much firepower. They, they have do. so many good reps. If they really were to pull together as a team and get everybody firing on all cylinders, like they could be unstoppable. They have too. the skill set. All of them do really. It's just, yep. who's going to go hit their potential. Uh, we only have one team in the Ruby, which is SF one team in the diamond, which is mini North. Yep. Um, but I, I just think, I mean, Last words of advice regarding the cup, finishing strong, and you know, we're in the fourth quarter. Anything else you would add to something we haven't said yet? You know, I, I think that it's a, it's a pretty simple formula. Uh, number one, you, you lay out a really clear vision of what you're going to go do. You decide ahead of time, like the hours you're going to work, uh, what you, the sacrifices you're going to make, the commitments you're going to make, and what you want to do in the cup. And then it's just uh, every single day, um, every single hour measuring and making sure you're, you're tracking along that course. And there's going to need to be course corrections along the way, because yeah. we're going to have slow days, slow hours. And, and it's who, who can correct faster on, uh, you know, sticking to their plan. That's going to win. I love it. Well, well said, Joshua. We're so glad you're here. Um, before we let you go, let's, uh, let's bust out some little thank you card action. Let's do it.
Thank you, Vivint, for uh, rolling out today a new rule that technicians cannot be in homes past midnight uh, and didn't tell us ahead of time and set this up for right as we start the cup. Uh, we're excited to uh, not be able to do late jobs anymore. Yeah, baby. Well, mm-hmm. we're all on the, we're all playing with the same rules, right? It is, so, it is a fair rule across the company. You're yeah, right. It is a fair rule, but we are just a disclaimer. We're trying. We are worried about the protection of technicians and mm-hmm. people. We've there's been a couple deaths on our watch, so we are being careful. The, could the communication have been way better? 100%. We did it in vivid fashion, where we like to just blindside you, yeah, where you're hearing from you know the technicians, sisters, brothers friend visiting and you're like, wait, what? I, why didn't I hear about this first? And yep. then it goes viral and you look bad. So, uh, that's all we got for game time. Joshua Grill. Thank you so much Thanks for, for having being me on. on. It was Absol- awesome. Absolute gold here. We're gonna have you back, Josh. That was great. Love to be back. See you next time.